Hello and welcome to This DVT Life. I'm your host, Renee Petrie. Hello to you all. I am coming to you live from my study. It's a dusky evening here, but I'm envisioning the morning sun that accompanies you as you listen to this. Because of course, since this is my imagination, it can be a sunny place. You know the type, right when the sun is coming up and it's still kind of chilly out, a little over the horizon. Anyways, hello to you. Oh, say can you see. Oh, Canada. O plus an accent circonflex gives us O. Perhaps a new DVT anthem? But this week's topic comes from the lovely Montreal DVTer Shiri Ben Willid, Ben Willid, and her work with the unplayable. Shiri's topic was presented as part of her final project for her master's, and then again at the DVT conference. And if you include Truk's addition to this topic, the O oh of a surprise or shock or ah or awful or awesome with an accent circonflex, T-chapeau, a little hat, O oh, like hotel. This combination of the ah and awful, and we're not sure yet, we're kind of in the mix of both, this, this combination and, and this, the unsteadiness of what it might be, so O, oh, and we stay there and wait. But this O, oh, what does it mean in DVT life? How does it relate to us? So let's take it back this time, because we haven't really traveled all the way up north in a while. So here we go. It was winter, because it always was, or is. And it was cold, yes again, because it always was, or is. And I was lacing up my skates to walk down the back porch steps to leave little cuts in the wooden steps that would later irritate my mom. I had snow pants on and was about to hit the ice of the rink in my backyard. Now, don't get me wrong. This rink was basically the smallest thing you could have. My mom would buy this big plastic bag thing from Canadian Tire. Ugh, Canadian Tire, I love you and miss you. Like, this plastic bag was a queen-size waterbed, pretty much, and filled, she'd fill it with water. Then it would freeze and off we'd go. Cut the plastic sheet and skate into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Really, when I think back, it was probably a pretty typical Canadian growing up. Being able to skate and really enjoying it as a normal and regular pastime. Not something you did once in a while or when you were in New York City and wanted to skate at the Rockefeller Skating Rink near that big tree that they always show you on holiday movies or the ones when people go on dates in New York City. That movie really tricks you, by the way. Especially if you're a Canadian girl ready to celebrate graduating DVT and you wait in line for hours and suddenly you are shocked to find out that that giant skating rink in the movies is actually about the size of your Rackard rink, a queen-size waterbed, frozen. Okay, well, maybe two waterbeds, but not at all what they show you on the movie when the girl falls down and the guy picks her up and they have hot chocolate or they wobbly skate around and chuckle and then it snows. It wasn't that at all. In real life, the rink under the Rockefeller tree is tiny. I had a moment of, oh, when I saw that rink in person. The mix of excitement that was building and anticipation and the awe that begin And the awe that begins with my memory of training myself to do crossovers and skate backwards in the backyard of my house in a cold Canadian winter night. The bliss that comes with awe. 
The sound of the skates on the ice, the tiny thin layer of snow covering the ice and the ch when you stop. The awe of a memory and the potential, which, by the way, is the key here. Remember, awe is not something that you express when you're anticipating something. It's more of a surprise sound that is expressed when you're observing or taking in when it has a more positive connotation. So this was an awe potential in the making, but then swiftly filled with the realization that we're about to pay 40 bucks to skate for five minutes on the tiniest fake rink, which also included hockey boards, which doesn't really add to the Christmassy feel of the whole situation. So there was some flavor of awe and awful into an oh, oh, oh. Shiri talks about how we can navigate this space and that oh should be for opportunity. I think O should stand for the obscured and the almost revealed, the potential of what is about to come, and the risk we take to trust it will be something we can navigate. So maybe O with a little hat suits it's just fine. Thanks again, Shiri, for your time and your work, and for the future conversations to continue. Please do not stop your work on the crosswalk in the play, the potential of the opportunity of O. So there you have it, another episode down, and I hope the conversation is still going strong. As always, feel free to send me an email at thisdvtlife at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to your iTunes store. Remember, keep that conversation going and play on.